You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Welcome back to Legends Live, as presented by the National Basketball Retired Players Association, the home of all our NBA and WNBA legends. I'd like to remind viewers you can submit questions during the show that we will answer before we wrap up. Without any further ado, I'd like to welcome in today's guest. We have former Cincinnati Bearcat, former Denver Nugget, and an all-star with the New Jersey Nets. We've got Kenya Martin with us. Kenya, thank you for joining us, man. What's happening, man? Thanks for having me on. Oh, of course. Uh, first things first, I'd like to ask people, like, how are you? How are you feeling today? I'm well, man. I'm well. Um, staying out of harm's way, which is, well, which is a blessing. Um, yeah, no, nah, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm well. I'm healthy. Uh, my family is healthy. Uh, I'm just living and loving life, man. Definitely. How are, uh, how are you staying busy these days? Busy? I got six kids, man, so <laughs> busy is... <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, from 20 to 2. So, um, oh, so you got your hands full. You got my hands full. But nah, man, I've um, got a few business adventures that I'm that I'm in. Um, the podcast. I got a few mm. other. I got a production company. Been working on some different things. Um, but, yeah, on a daily basis, um, homeschool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> homeschool yeah, that's part time consuming. Yeah, definitely. So, um that's the most part. I mean, they spend a lot of time with the family. You know, now that things are closed down, but but yeah, just trying to figure out the next um, next things. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're just trying to stay busy as much as possible, man, with business and family, and now watching hoop. So yeah, we'll we'll talk a little hoop later. Uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about the the podcast you mentioned. Meeting unfiltered. Um, okay. you get it anywhere you can get your podcast. At go subscribe if you haven't yet. Um, first season it was a solo. Um, venture um it was a solo venture and then um we added jada kiss on for season two you know okay season two just as long as we just did our first episode of season two um jada kiss is the co-host now on neat and unfiltered um yeah so it's fun that season one was dope um didn't know if i wanted to add a co-host or not um mm-hmm. went through season one i enjoyed it i needed a different look and a different um approach to it so we thought um, we the team brainstormed on um by the podcast host and uh, um came out of it with jada kiss um so which is not bad um not a bad ad my, my no bad. not at all how uh, how did you and jada kiss end up uh, linking up you guys like old friends or how'd that work out been doing kiss for years uh, yeah me, i'm saying me playing on the east coast um with the nets and knicks of course Mm-hmm. But um, Mello and Kiss was pretty cool when um during my tenure with the Nuggets. Okay, so we saw a lot of Kiss uh, over Mello House um, on the road, playing cards, just being around one another, man, a lot. Um, and then just talking over the time, and then we did um during All Star Weekend in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, right before um COVID hit, um, we uh, I did a little test run of the 
on the podcast that we had Kiss on. And so we kind of hinted at it um, instead of doing something then. Right. Yeah, so it just came, yeah, so it just came full circle. Okay, I'll, I'll ask you this since he's not here. Can he, is Jada Kiss a good card player? Uh, I think I'm better. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, we all hold on, man. Different games, Blu-ray, Guts, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we playing a lot of NBA card games. So we're gotcha. not playing the um the traditional goldfish and <laughs> right. no old maid and nothing like, like that. that. No, nah, I've never heard of that to be honest. <laughs> it's it's not worth hearing about to be honest. Gotcha. It's uh, <laughs> probably why I haven't heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's you don't want to play no old maid. Uh I will say that something I heard, a story I heard from the podcast, and I'll let you tell it. You yeah. turned down a movie with Samuel L. Jack. Is that true? Yeah, Coach Carter, man. Like, if you like, I got approached about it, but I, like I said, I didn't. I was younger, man. I, I forget yeah. when it came out. Um, they, they approached me about it, man. I, I'm a basketball player, man. I ain't know. <laughs> I just was, and then you know, like, I, um, and probably part of me thought about like my speech impediment, mm-hmm. you know, me being in front of camera and things like that. I was a little more cautious about it, like then, mm-hmm. than I am now. Right. You know, so now I can get on camera and talk, and if I stutter, I stutter. Yeah, so uh, if they call you for the, uh, they no, call you for the sequel, there. you in there? Yeah, I'd be the coach this time. Okay, <laughs> you was a player before. You'd be the coach. Yeah, you'd be coach yeah, Carter, yeah, Coach Kenny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just got a few grades now. You know what I'm saying? So I'd be <laughs> the coach now. Uh, yeah, I think it would fit. I think you. I think you kill that role. No doubt. Now you mentioned you a former net. This is when they were in New Jersey. We know now they're in Brooklyn. They got their big three together. What do you make so far of uh, what Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving have got going on so far? Hopefully, it works. Um, mm. A lot of lot of firepower, um, different personalities, strong strong personalities. Yeah. First year head coach. Um, it's made for disaster, but hopefully, <laughs> those guys can can be vets. Um, and put egos and personal agendas to the side mm. and go out there and compete. Um, mm. I think, well, I don't think I know that um, mm. for a fact, it's still Kevin Durant's team. He's, yeah. uh, he's the, he's the, he's the alpha around there. Um, yeah. If anybody else thinks different, then you definitely got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think James will be more, can change his game, his style of play more than Kyrie, I think. Hmm. Like more shooting, you, some passing. Yeah, so so I think James would be more real willing to get off the ball, which he's shown in leading the league in assists right now. You know, so um I think that's what he's gonna have to do in order for them to be successful. You know, because hmm. each one of them can't take twenty five shots tonight. That is not gonna right. work. You know, so um hold so on. as of right now you think they're coming out of the east, or who would you say? Who would you have coming out of the I don't, east? I don't. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know who who's coming out of the east. So I was just having this conversation um, with mm. Kiss on the podcast the other day. Mm. He was breaking down the east, and the east has gotten better. Um, yeah, definitely. Obviously. So you got more better. You got more teams that's in the mix now than you had before. Right. Saying before, you know it was going to be three teams, and you're like everybody right. else. Same two or three. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, but now you have the. And the Boston's, the Milwaukee, the Miami, uh, you know, it's Philadelphia. Philly's playing well. Then you, 
people want to count Toronto out, but you really can at times. And then so, so it's so it's tough. Charlotte's playing better. Uh, so it's playing good ball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's don't know at this particular point. Hmm. You know, but on paper they look good, but they don't guard nobody. Like you can't give up. Yeah, you can't lose the Clevelands. Two times. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. 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 One one of the times you had all three of you guys. Yep. So you can't lose the during the regular season. For one, you don't play no defense. And for two, you can't lose the Washington. Give yeah, up that was a give up 147. Like especially the, the way the fact that you gave up on you, you the end of the game wouldn't have been it, but you you gave up 147 in regulation. Right. Like it's hard to win like overtime, that. That's double overtime score. Right. So, you can't do that in the playoffs against the like you said the Boston's or the Phillies. Yeah, I mean, it's a learn like playing defense is a learned behavior, man. Hmm. Like it ain't something that you can turn on. Right. If you're gonna start doing it and practicing now, when you're 15, 20 games in, hmm. and you got 50 games to get better at it, or you or or you gonna have an early exit. Hmm. You ain't gonna just keep outscoring people. Right. Because some of the games that ball ain't gonna go in the basket. So you got to rely on defense and other things, man. So, so we'll see. So, like that focus on defense, you think that comes from like coaching? Would that come from Steve Nash? You mentioned that's his first year. You think that's got to be like the a Durant? You said is the top dog. Is he's gonna have to be the one that like says, can, "Yeah, we got to lock down." Or he can say it, but you got vets. Like you got like them dudes ain't new. Mm. They got to look in the mirror. Right. Listen, either I'm gonna help defensively or I'm not. I'm going to keep being this liability on that side of the ball. Because two, two of your top three guys aren't historically known as good defenders. So, right. Kyrie and James ain't known to be stellar on that end of the floor. So, right. They, they've shown they can, but like it's going to be, they need it consistently. Yeah. And it, and it starts now. Yeah. Now, the uh, All Star game's coming up. What do you remember about your all-star process when you made the all-star game? Like, how do you remember, like, finding out? Just what do you remember about that weekend, the game, everything? When I got cheated out of one for one, um, the year before okay. I was supposed to make it, um, we are number one team in the East, and we only get one representative. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> so the second year, yeah, oh <laughs> four, I made it. No, it was great, man. Um, the process was great. Um to be honest, man, I was kind of expecting to make it. Hmm. Like, I know you're not supposed to expect anything, but I was expecting to make it. Because I, um, I, like I said, the year before, the game was in Atlanta, and they pushed a on the team, and the team wasn't that good. Hmm. So, but it is what it is. No, but it was a great time, man. I had my point guard there and Jay Kidd. Uh, when I think I played well, the whole experience of All-Star Weekend being a being there to play, not just going to be a part of it, like, but, but right. really being a part of it was special. Um, had a good time during the game, played well, had a blast. Um, yeah, and then I changed conferences and <laughs> <laughs> went to a um, forward conference. Yeah, I was gonna conference. say it was the land of the power fours in the west, and so yeah, so it was it was stacked up against me for to be voted in and. So it is what it is, man. Like, yeah, I made it. 
Um, had a blast in the one I played in. Um, yeah, so can't, can't nobody take it away. So, no, it was, yeah. it was great. Now, you got another uh, big game coming up. You uh, Now, you from Dallas area. Are you a Cowboys fan? You better know it. Oh, boy. It don't well, okay, change, before- though. It, listen, they ain't won since I was in high school. I was gonna say it's been a minute. It's been a minute, like, uh, and I'm a realist. I, I'm not. I'm a Cowboys fan. Uh huh. But I'm a real. I'm a real Cowboys fan. Like I tell them when they suck, <laughs> and we suck lately. Like, like bad. Like I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hard on our defensive backs. Like our defense is god awful. Like having single digit number interceptions as a unit for season after season after season after season. Oh yeah. no, nah, they bad, man. So no, nah, I don't I don't I, I I'm not the naive and just cheer for my team just because they supposed to no, I sit there and I turn it off. Right. I'm so my wife tell me all the time, every time you go to the game, they lose, so you shouldn't go. <laughs> you bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> so but nah, yeah, man, just one of them things, man. Like, nah, they are they are like I hate to say it, but it's the same situation like with the Raiders. Like mm. when Al Davis was – you don't want to see nobody go, but right. But people was like, man, ain't going to change. The go. Like, so it's kind of the same so situation. It starts the at the top. Yeah. Like, it's hard. like how you do how you the owner, the president, the GM, head scout, right. assistant coach. <laughs> he, he wear a lot of hats. Like you can't do it. Like, yeah. you, like you can't, like you can't, like you just can't. Like, there's no other. What? Name me another sport or another team in any other sport mm-hmm. that has one guy. That's the owner, the president, the GM, and so forth and so on. Like scout and all that. Yeah, it's like tough because you, yeah. you can't do everything, bro. Like you don't know talent. Like you don't like. There's no more Michael Irvin's walking through the door right now, so you got to go out and do some work. Right. And you can't be the only one having to just say so on yeah and nay on everything right? because we're missing out on Jamal Adams want to be a cowboy and you don't go trade out for him. Earl Thomas is out there still sitting at home right now, and you don't do like defense. Like I'm looking at guys we signed at guys that's that ain't played in five years. Mm. Like, okay, you deserve another opportunity. Okay, that's fine. But boy ain't played in five years. Yeah, that's a lot of time off. Come on, man. Like, come on, man. Like, this decision that Jerry been making that, that, that yeah, to make the Cowboys in the position they in. So mm-hmm. they need to pay back. Okay. They, that's what I was going to ask you. What, what happens with that? They got to pay him. I think they, honestly, I think they're going to franchise him again. Yeah. Yeah, I think they the franchise and see, yeah, then see how he is this year, then paying the following year. But yeah, now he got leveraged because it ain't like the backups we've had over the last few years. Because I like, like if Andy Dalton had got hurt and concussion and all that stuff, I think it right. wouldn't have been as bad. Right. But yeah, it's it's tough to be a Cowboys fan, man. When you look up the name, did nothing since '95, like. I, it's just tough to call uh, go by America's team when it's been oh, yeah, a long no, time. Since... Man, that title has run its course. 
that tight. Yeah, you don't you don't get uh, America's team is the Patriots. Yeah, because they winning. <laughs> like, so no, nah, you can't beat them. You ain't winning nothing. Okay, so uh, this upcoming Sunday, who you got? Uh, Chiefs, Buccaneers. Who uh, who you favoring there? Chiefs. Going Chiefs. Okay. Get my Andy Reid on. Okay. Now, yeah, it's tough to go against Tom, of course. Um, he got a, in a better situation than he was last year in New England. Um, they got weapons. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure Antonio Brown go play. Um, I think he is going to play, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's just another added weapon for Tom out there. That front seven they got is a beast. So, so if they could get, so if they could just rush four without having to blitz Mahomes, then I think that it's going to be a better game. Um, mm-hmm. But Andy Reid, my scientist, man, him and Eric Bieniemy over there, they out there doing it. So had a couple I'm weeks off with, to plan too. I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, I like Bruce Arians. I like Tom Brady. But just, I, I just think the Chiefs, man, they. Like you got to put up a lot of points, yeah. And so we, yeah. But my pick is the Chiefs. Uh, we'll see. We'll yeah, it's, it's tough to go against. I just want to see a good game. I just want to see a good game to be honest. I don't want no blowouts yeah. and all that. I want it to come down to a fourth quarter game and somebody got to go make some plays. Right, two minute drill. Yeah, yeah. I I, t- I think we're getting a good game. It's just, it's tough to go against Mahomes, man. Yeah, but then they getting to play at home in their own stadium, so it's yeah. I'm saying so, you know, it's everything's made up to be a good game, so we'll see. Yeah, that home stadium, you know, they'll have some of their fans there. I did want to switch back to NBA. I know you saw the situation with LeBron and the fans courtside. Like, what what do you make of that? Like, what's it's always athletes and fans going back and forth, but what's like what's the line? What's the line where it's like, okay, once you cross that, yeah, gloves off. Words. Mm-hmm. Words. Like, you can boo, you can you suck, you're not that good, mm-hmm. uh, all that. Like, whatever, but then you get to call the people out of their name and certain phrases being thrown around and, like, like no, nah, we're not, like, first and foremost, I'm saying we men out here. Right. Like, grown men. LeBron a grown man, so you're not. I'm not gonna let allow you to say any just anything out here. Like people expect us and expect LeBron to be to put he on his pedestal that he's not human, right? Like, no, like <laughs> they just like, talk no. to him any kind of way. Yeah, yeah like no, nah, yeah, no, nah, we're not gonna do that. Like we're not gonna let you just sit up here and be disrespectful. So and if you do, then you should be addressed. Like people want to talk about the Russell Westbrooks and other things, people doing things, mm-hmm. saying things to fans and all that. Nah, like we're not just saying stuff to fans when we walk by. Right. Anything right. that we've ever done, or like in LeBron's case, it's been something like it's a reaction. So every action is a reaction to it. Yeah. So if you don't say nothing to me, I have nothing to say to you. So, and she lucky all she got called was a female dog. Like, it could have got worse. Yeah. So, because had it been me, <laughs> yeah, I had a few more choice words for it. Like, I probably would have, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to call it yeah. some things that it's going to get everybody's attention. 
if, if attention's what she want, that you're gonna give her yeah, the attention. All, all of the attention that you could possibly stand. So yeah, but no, nah, she deserved they deserve to get kicked out and they deserve not to be able to come to a game again. Like you deserve everything that come with it. Yeah. Like you gonna like like what type of man though? Like you let your wife stand up and do all that. Like Yeah. Especially when it sounded like he was doing the original heckling. So like, for yeah. you listen, baby, chill out. I got this. Mm. But yeah, it's just who you're dealing with, man. Like certain people you're dealing with. So no, I, I don't think people think they can pay money for seats and come to the game and say whatever, which is not the case. You can treat your fan, you can treat your team on, you can boo, you can mm-hmm. all that stuff. But nah, you certainly not go allowed. Yeah. Just like LeBron, like LeBron did what he's supposed to. Like first and foremost, I'm a grown man. And he and he, LeBron proved like, nah, people think I'm this, like I said, I, nah, I'm still a human being. I'm a person at the end of the day, man. And, and words, words hold weight in mm. certain situations. So, nah, yeah, she got exactly what she was looking for. So what uh, what team or what city had the, the worst or the wildest hecklers from your playing days? Like, you got the Bostons, the Utahs, the um utah is always the one that comes up i like to ask the guys that and utah comes up quite a yeah, bit when they talk about like yeah yeah because you we all know what the the majority of the population is in salt lake mm. like you don't see too many colored faces in the stands when you go there right so i ain't saying that all of them bad right but yeah no you have you had some incidents where yeah you 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 hearing certain things and yeah, you're just not gonna stand for it. No, I didn't have to say something to somebody in Utah before, like a couple times. So yeah, like yeah, no. Nah, so I'm just not gonna allow it. Another thing I, I heard you guys talking about was when uh when Marvin Bagley got put out the other night for for I guess showing some emotion. Super weak. Super weak. Yeah, uh, just in general. And if people didn't see it, he had a a previous tech then got a second technical and he kind of jumped around a little bit and they threw him out of the game for that. Yeah. He got called for a foul that he, which he didn't think was a foul in your natural reaction. Like that's like that's a natural reaction. If you yeah. don't think it's a foul, he didn't cuss. He didn't, he didn't, Oh, get at like, get out of here. Like nothing. Like, he didn't throw the ball reaction. or nothing like nothing, that. Yeah. Man, like that. It was super weak. Um, that one, um, the Marcus Cousins got got kicked out of the game. Why oh, yeah. Draymond thing? Theirs was reputation. Yeah, like theirs. They two ejections was reputation alone, which you you can't you shouldn't re- re- ref the game on reputation. You should ref the game like you should ref ref each end of each individual game as it is. Right. Every situation on what you see on what you seeing or what's being presented. I'm saying like, so no, I just think it's super weak, man. Right. And you got and and it's these new refs. Like the dude that kicked Boogie, I've been around. Right. But like I said, I on my pay, like that was on his bucket list. So you can tell like that thing's on his dude. I mean the Draymond situation. Like that was on dude bucket list to kick Draymond. Waiting to do that. Yeah. Waiting. I can't wait to get a game and Dray- and he and, and then he does something. Yeah, he's out of here. You want it like dude, like he, so in them situations, you should like be able to change that call, but 
they not go allow it because they trying to right. have the refs back when they 100% wrong. Mm. Like I got kicked out of the game. We was playing Charlotte when I was in Denver for clapping because Steven Jackson missed the technical. <laughs> and they put you out? Kicked me out. Kenny Mauer. Like, clapping. I already had a tech. And he cooking. So he, yeah. See, but I'm not, see, that's the difference with me and these other dudes. Mm. Like, you show your ass with me, then I'm going to show mm. my ass with you. Right. Match the so, energy. So you kick me out for nothing. So therefore, I have something to say. <laughs> right. So, and I take, and then the fine I got after that was, Verbal abuse of a game official, failure leading the floor in a timely fashion, like all that. Mm. So cool, I take that because you get yeah, you for no reason. So therefore, I got something to say. Right, <laughs> I'm at least get my money's worth. If y'all gonna find me, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get my money's worth. And I got yeah. Therefore, NBA security calling like, can you can't tell the ref you going and you can't say this to the. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I can, and I did. <laughs> he can't. He shouldn't kick me out of the game for clapping, but he did. Right. So therefore, he gonna get this verbal lashing, man. Like I can't touch him. So I'm gonna, but I can I'm gonna say something to him. To him. I'm gonna lay into him for everybody to hear. It. So mm. yeah, but I just think it's super weak, man. Like these dudes, like they so afraid to get kicked out of the game and. Everything is so soft now, and they worried about reputation and what people don't think and have to say and all that. Nah, no, like you can't kick me out of the game for nothing. Right. Like overreaction over a foul that I didn't think was a like no, like that's mad. Like you trying to take the emotion out of the game. Like you can't yeah. do that. Like you can't do that. Like it doesn't work. Yeah. I, switching gears a little bit, I guess I'll say like you've got. Your son, KJ, Kenyon Jr., uh, is playing with the Rockets now. What is something you've told him that you wish somebody told you? It could either be about like how to handle officiating or how to oh. – anything anything on the road. What's one or two things uh, that no, you've it, told him that you wish somebody told you? Um, this is a recent conversation that I had with KJ. Um, is like nobody told me to play the – like the game of basketball is a game. Mm-hmm. Off the floor is a game as well. Mm. You got to so, play both of them. Yeah. So learn how to play the other side of it. Mm. Like I, I wasn't the prototypical. Well, no, no I just didn't. I, I didn't do all the stuff that everybody was was doing like I didn't hang around in the locker rooms after the fact and yeah. rub elbows with everybody. Like I was cool. I was professional. I did my job. Yeah. I showed up on time. I did all the stuff I was supposed to do. But I didn't I didn't play the other side of it well. So but learning and I told him learn to play the game, man. Like mm. play the game within the game. And what did you tell him, him uh, and me giving him all the stuff that I I know that was going on and me telling him what exactly what I mean by it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So but yeah, so but it, it like it was just a lot, man. Like that would be going on or that would think that I probably should have been doing or saying or just that that I didn't do. 
So what did you tell him about, like after high school, he did the uh, postgraduate year. So what did you advise him about that? Like you were a four-year guy in college, but mm-hmm. you know, the game looks different now. It's a lot more options for guys now. So what, what did you advise him about that, going that route? Yeah, my path is different. Mm-hmm. Like he expressed that he, he, did, he didn't do all this that, um, to go to school. Like he wasn't always like that ain't what he wanted to do. Like his mm-hmm. ultimate goal was to play in the NBA. So what's the best route for him to get there? And he didn't feel him going to college was that. So we had the conversation, did the homework, pros and cons mm-hmm. about the decision. Went to him. We we sat down again. I gave it to him. We talked, we constant talk, talk, and asked him to steal what you want to do. And he stuck with it. Mm. So therefore, okay, this is the route. So this is what you need to do right. in order for a year from then to to be where you want to be. Right, which to is right now, goal. this is what you have to do. Mm. This is what you have to work on. These things you need to concentrate on. This is how you need to go about it. And he put hey, he put his big boy pants on, man. He did it. <laughs> he even get some opportunities uh, in Houston. Like, are you? You the type of father you like call him after every game, tell him what he did wrong, tell him what he did right. Or you just kind of, you kind of yeah, watch from afar. Calls me, man. Like, like, I ain't got to. Uh, he understands. <laughs> he like, calls he you. A, yeah, like he has a high. Like KJ has a high basketball IQ hmm. because he's been around the game since he got a baby, and he's right. he got a father that thinks basketball, that I know how to articulate it, and I can break it down for him. And I, so yeah, now he understands. Like, so he'll call me with uh, he. Um, I could have did this better. Or I was this. I was that. And I, then I gave him my little two cents. And mm-hmm. but you did all of these things well. And you know, right. so it's been that I've since not just now, like from AU to high school games. Like I've been his biggest, biggest cheerleader and his biggest supporter. But at the same time, being his biggest critic. Yeah. You know, so giving him a good balance on everything that you're doing well and the things that you can expand on and all that. But then you need to do this as well. So it's been, but now he's at the highest level. So it's same conversation, but just a different approach and different technique um, to it. Because everything that I'm giving him is all from a place of help, trying his career to be better than mine was. Yeah. Got a couple questions in the chat. Before we get to that, let me say, uh, when was the last time you two played one on one? Or do y'all still play one on one? I've never played my son seriously one on one. Really? Never. Was that like he just never asked, or it never just never nah, came? Um, I know me. Like, the, <laughs> like I don't like. See, this is the difference in me and other like other basketball players. Mm. I, I don't. I, I I don't understand the play for fun thing. Okay. So when I so when I play, I play. You playing for keeps. Yeah, and I don't, and I didn't never want to impose what I like internally what right. I have on my son. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because with me, there's no, I know that's my son, but if we get to playing and he get to scoring and doing certain things, and he's like, I'm going to turn it up on him. Yeah, you have to put an elbow in his ribs. Yeah, uh, nah, nah, gonna... probably, yeah, that ain't going to do nothing to hurt him, but I'm going to turn right. it up on him in a yeah. way that he's not, he, 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 he hasn't had. Right. So I don't ever want to discourage him or hurt his con like nothing. You know what I'm saying? So mm. we've been in the gym. We've messed around and played. I we 
I get him on the block and I tell him to try to score. But we've never just played one on one or went to a score. And me, everything I've done is a teaching moment. It's trying to help him with certain moves and certain situations and like all of that kind of stuff. But never, never playing in one on one seriously. Let's check in with Bridget and Julio backstage. We got a couple questions here. See, K Flat says, "What is your favorite crosstown shootout memory? Are you now friends with any of those Xavier guys from the college days?" Yeah, uh, crosstown shootout, man. Like people, the people hear about the Duke and the North Carolina rivalry mm-hmm. and NC State and care like all of them, but they don't USC and UCLA. Mm-hmm. But this crosstown shootout is one of the most intense weeks leading up to the game that I've experienced, man. Um, it's bigger than the playoff games. It's, it's, really? it's intense. Yeah, no, it's intense, man. Um, yeah, we – like Xavier had our number, man. Like I think I beat Xavier one time in four years. So, yeah, they mm-hmm. had our number, man. So, my, my memory is not, not the fondest. Getting beat at the buzzer. My freshman year, we number one team in the country. Um, we got beat at the buzzer by Xavier. Things like that. Yeah, my yeah, my memories of Crosstown Shootout are not the best. And question, am I friends with actually, yeah. Like Okay. <laughs> Aaron Williams played on my team with the Nets. He went to Xavier. Uh, me and Posey cool now. Uh, he went mm-hmm. to Xavier. And we actually he was there when I yeah, so yeah, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm cool with a cool uh, a few of them dudes. Okay. But it wouldn't have happened though when we was in school. Like yeah, like it had to be years after the fact. Yeah, definitely. Like we was bad blood, man. Like we really didn't like each other. So, yeah, like, it was bad. <laughs> Let's see, next question we got. Let's see, from Swolahan says, "Tell us about the Saginaw, Michigan to NBA pipelines that you, Jason Richardson, Draymond Green, Darvin Ham." Actually, those guys. I was just born in Saginaw. Um, mm-hmm. I got tied to Saginaw, but those guys actually was born and raised there. Um, I, like I said, I was raised in Dallas, so mm-hmm. but I guess it's just something in the water, yeah. Um, something in the water in Michigan, man, that um, that breed hoopers, um, yeah, tough ones. Maybe it's, maybe it's the lead in the water, man. Yeah, it might be, man. There's <laughs> something, something. I, I don't know what it is, man, but now they, they breed them. I'm saying Michigan breeds. Athletes, especially basketball players, um, mm. yeah, maybe because yeah, of the weather, you got to spend a lot of time with them saying working on your craft because you can't go outside that often. I, I don't know, but yeah, now nah, and then we all kind of athletes play hard, mm. same kind of makeup, so yeah, it definitely must be something in the Michigan water. Mm. See, so, yeah, next question I went from Christopher. Christopher says. What was it like after your major injury uh, injury at Cincy as far as confidence and recovering for the future? Um, my confidence was at first was a little rattled because I had never been hurt before, seriously. Mm. So me dealing with that took some some soul searching. Uh, but the recovery was it was brutal. Yeah. At first, the rehab and like I said, like it all was new. Uh, me being on crutches for three months. Um, non-weight bearing, all that kind of stuff was rough. And to get back on the floor was was challenging. Um, but it was mind over matter. 
yeah. for me. It was mind over matter. So me realizing the situation and what was at stake. Um, put my hard head on, man, and, and grind it. And didn't let it uh, get the best of me. Uh, if I could play again, then I was going to play again. See, I think we got one last question from the viewers. Tommy checking in. Tommy says, what are some changes that the modern NBA have shown that you like and dislike? Um, things that I I like about it is the skill set. Hmm. Guys, like everybody, you know I'm saying that it has put the, the game is putting emphasis on um, playing the game and working on your craft and not right. just certain things. So it's so so I like that. And what I dislike about it is all the flopping and man the soft play. Right? Yeah. Like just all the phantom fouls and all the reviews and going to the scores table every time somebody falls Stopping down. Stopping the game. Somebody and... grabbed their face. They must have got hit. Like yeah. it must it must have been intentional. Like it just like I just I don't I don't I don't like all the flopping and all the soft all the soft play man that's going on and all the buddy buddy like <laughs> yeah uh, like helping other guys up on other teams and all that like it when how you play drives me crazy <laughs> like the other day like I'm yo man yo so <laughs> we can all be fans of guys who we playing against and we can mm-hmm. like guys you can come up in the game liking certain guys before you get into the NBA, you like guys and you finally right, get look to play up against guys. those guys. I get that. Mm. But this damn quickly boy for the Knicks told me uh, yeah. during the game. That's a no-go for you? That's, that's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can tell him after. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure you, you follow him on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and Snapchat and Clubhouse and right. you name it. I'm pretty sure you following him. Yeah. For you to make that statement during the game. That's fine. I'm with you adore like are you competing against this dude, man. Just telling my favorite player. <laughs> like, yeah. What? It's, it's, it's foreign to you. <laughs> Man, I wish I complied. Man, nah, no. Well, if you were Quickly's teammate, then what would you did in that? Oh, man, I would have lost it. Like, <laughs> I would have lost it. Like, especially if I seen it and then heard it. Right? Like, man, what is. See, I, I'm trying to keep it. Keep it yeah, man. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> We probably got some good, good Christian folks on here. I'm trying, not to. <laughs> but yeah, man, nah, that, that's 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 taboo. Like that's yeah. that's that's, a, that's that's taboo in sports. Well, in my sport world, like right. you know, like I got a, my my 15 year old, like him and his boys be out there. Like he he like basketball. I'm trying to get him to fall in love with it. But he out there one game. Him and his homeboy he transferred schools. And they meet up in the game together. And they all on the floor. <laughs> man, I tell both of them after the game. This he ain't your damn friend when y'all out there playing, man. Right inside the lines. Like no, like too competitive, man. Like too competitive for that. Yeah. 
not being telling you during the course of the game. My favorite player. <laughs> They're foreign to you. I, I, I love you. <laughs> so you can't get down with it. <laughs> no, man. Like all the hugging after the game. They stopped it now because of COVID. But all yeah. the opposite team, man, and. If that ain't the team you just played for and you left, like all that right. extra hugging and dapping and other guys helping other guys up on other teams and mm. nah. That ain't the way you play. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> ain't going for none of that, bro. Like that's that's weak. Yeah. Like that's to me, that's loser stuff. Like, mm. like that's no. It's a mental game more than it is physical. Yeah, like you were saying, mind over matter earlier. Yeah, man, like it's physical, like it's, it's mental, man. Like, no, nah, it's a mental game. Like, now you telling this man that, and every time you see, he see you now. He knows it. It's my son. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> yeah, he look up to me. It's like I heard stories about Michael Jordan. He out there playing against other guys, and they got on his shoes. He's like. Tell yeah. you gotta go take like to tell your boy to go take my shoes off, man. Like, <laughs> you can't get on me with my shoes on. Yeah. You guarding and you wearing my shoes? <laughs> Tough. Yeah. Tough. I'm saying it's that kind of situation. Mm. Like how LeBron look look, you playing against a guy, you look down, he got your kicks on. That's got to be an upper hand for LeBron or for Jordan. Or KD, whoever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, that dude got your shoes on. You, you can wear them every other game. Except for that one. Except that game. So one last question. We won't hold you too long. We're getting together our uh, season two, our Legends playlist. So we're trying to get a song or two from all our Legends. So what are you listening to? I mean, you either out and about or got some time to yourself. What's what's in your headphones? What's in your car? What the, what are you listening to right now? It can be old or new. Ah, what am I currently listening to? I think the last I was listening to B.O.B. the other day. Um, okay. Yeah, I was listening to, yeah, had him on shuffle. So, yeah, I was listening to B.O.B. the other day. Um who else I was listening to? I was listening dude out of Houston, um, Killy Calion. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was listening to Killy the other day. I was listening to his like, fucking rap. Like, yeah, I, I've heard rap, a few songs. Yeah. Like rap rap. Like lyrically rap rap. Mm. So <laughs> yeah. But if I'm in the car lately, what I've been listening to, I've been listening to stand up comedy, man. Like the last okay. like the last like Three weeks a month when I'm in the car, man. I've been listening to stand up comedy. So, okay. like, who uh, who you listen to? Mostly um, Kevin Hart, Loud, Laugh Out Loud Radio. Mm. Then, um, then Netflix has a comedy joint. Um, comedy mm. Central has one. Yeah, so yeah, but I, I, I've been listening to the, uh, um, stand up comedy in the car, man. I, I love to laugh. I love stand up, so I love yeah. to laugh, man. So that's just the extent of it, uh, extension of it, rather. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, me being in the car listening, as my wife called it, talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting getting a couple laughs in. Oh yeah, you, you got to get forty chuckles, man. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? You got to get your chuckles in, man. Like, ain't nothing after good for the soul. Yeah. Like I mentioned, uh, won't keep you too long. Uh, Kenya Martin, thank you so much for joining us, man. No problem, man. Thanks for having me on. It means a lot. Um, it's funny that I'm saying on here, um, I'm saying with the legends. So I'm definitely out of the game for six years now. So I guess I'm considered that. So Yeah, you, you're one of the legends. It's, it's a good thing, though. Definitely. Definitely is, man. Everybody stay safe out here. Um, hope all is well. And I appreciate it, man. Of course, man. We'll talk to you soon. No doubt. All right. That'll do it for this week's Legends Live. Uh, I've got new episodes live every Thursday, as you know, 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central on the NBA Alumni's Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch page. like to remind viewers you can watch replays of any old episode at legendsofbasketball.com slash legendslive. And you can catch the audio replay to our conversations by searching for Legends Live wherever you get your podcasts. I'd like to thank Kenya for joining us today. Thank Bridget and Julio behind the scenes, and we'll see you next Thursday.